Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast Network. Normally, Thursdays, you'll hear from our We Know Fantasy contributors as they bring you the fancy We Know Fantasy Contributors Podcast. But this week, prior commitments and uh, the inability to hop on has, uh, you know, struck us here at We Know Fantasy. So you're stuck with myself, Nate, for about the 3,000th time this season, but uh, a little bit something a little bit different coming at you uh, this week in place of the We Know Fantasy Contributors Podcast. We'll be back next week, though. Uh, as we have daily podcasts, every Monday the We Know Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist podcast drops. Tuesday's the first episode of Samus vs. Slaying of the Week. Wednesday's the We Know Fantasy podcast featuring the Fantasy Throw. Thursdays, you'll either hear from me personally, or you'll hear from the We Know Fantasy Contributors and the We Know Fantasy Contributors podcast. Uh, Friday's second episode of Samus vs. Slanger of the Week. Friday, I just said that, Saturday, the We Know Fantasy DFS special hosted by the Fantasy Mechanic, a.k.a. our man Nick. And Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the We Know Fantasy live stream on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash We Know Fantasy, where Brian will answer your start sits. Uh, he's joined weekly by a, a, a contributor of us. I've been on there. Justin's been on there. A lot of us have been on there. So check that out as well. Uh, visit our website, WeKnowFantasy.com, for some more fantasy football content, including some great series, including this one I'm going to uh, break out into a podcast form this week. So I alluded to it. Uh, first off, don't forget to follow us on our social media across the board, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Wayno Fantasy. So if you follow me on Twitter, as you should, you know I have this weekly series uh, called uh, The B-Team. You know, uh, this, is, uh, this is a series where I construct a hypothetical fantasy football lineup consisting of players owning less than 40% of Yahoo and or ESPN leagues. The premise here is to show that there is value to be had at almost all times in all leagues across the spectrum. Uh, you know, less than 40% owned is a wide margin that's less than, uh, that's that's 60% or more available uh, in most leagues that these players I choose from to, be, to make a lineup. So I'm trying to show you guys that there is value readily available out there. You just have to know where to find it. And the goal each week is to take this team of a quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, a defense, and a flex to score over 100 points. I've done it once through five weeks. So last week was week six. We'll go through the results of the second. But yeah, this is a, my favorite series to type, my favorite series of all time. I've done this in my second season now, uh, going through this. It's so fun to do. And when you reach the goal of 100 points, you just feel so proud. Uh, you know, like I said, I've hit it one of five weeks thus far. I've come close, not really close, close. I've had some bad weeks. You'll have that. Uh, with playing players that, you know, you normally wouldn't see. And normally I type this on a Friday night or Saturday afternoon. So, you know, we have a clearer picture in terms of injury. But here we are on a Thursday where I'm presenting this. So I have a day or two of uh, less knowledge uh, for this week coming up. So if I don't hit the 100-point goal, let's blame it on that. But last week, week six, let's go through our results. Andy Dalton was our quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, 13.04 points. Not a deal, but... You know, I played Jimmy G where he had like 0.8 points one week. Frank Gore was our first running back in the New York Jets, 11 points. J.D. McKissick, Washington football team, 14.4. Travis Fulgham, the Philadelphia Eagles, had 19.5. Cole Beasley, if you follow the series, the B team, Hall of Famer, legend, you know, go-to guy. This man is a staple in this uh, in this series for the last two seasons. Buffalo Bills, wide receiver, 14.5 points. Uh, just doing what he does best, scoring double-digit fantasy points. Trey Burton and Apis Colts was our highest scorer of the week at 21.9. James Washington, Pittsburgh Steelers had 16.8. And Washington football team defense at four points for a grand total of 115.14 points. 
that may or may it's close. It's it's either our first or second highest across two seasons of the B team scoring. So we got not only did we get the hundred uh, point goal, we shattered it going fifteen point one four points over. So that was a great week for us there. So let's try to duplicate that. And uh, for this podcast, I'm just going to go through, break down my picks. Uh, I'll give you the percentage owns. And these, of course, were gathered this afternoon, Thursday. Uh, let's see, October 22nd, uh, when I did some research for this for this podcast. I did have availability to use the uh, Thursday night game, but normally I do not use it. So I excluded that. So it will only be Sunday and uh, Monday games. And there was uh, – I wanted to use uh, – Rogers there, the, the Philadelphia tight end with, uh, you know, the likes of Goddard and um, Zach Ertz on the IR. But, of course, it was a Thursday night game, so I was unable to do that. So, uh, everything explained now. Let's hop into the picks for this week. So, my quarterback leading this uh, charge of misfits is Kyle Allen of the Washington football team. Kyle Allen has played uh, two games thus far. One was knocked out by injury. We saw Alex Smith. Come back in, but last week against the uh, New York Giants, he uh, scored 17 points, threw the ball 42 times. If you're throwing the 40, if you're throwing the ball 42 times, great things will happen, I guess. He threw for two touchdowns, and interception for 280 yards. This week against Dallas, who allowed the eighth most fantasy points to opposing uh, quarterbacks. Uh, you know, you know this Dallas offense may or may not put up some points with Andy Dalton there. We saw last week they lay an egg uh, on Monday night against Arizona. But, you know, this uh, Washington team's a little bit different, so I assume they'll be playing from behind. Uh, have to uh, throw the ball, throwing it 42 times last week against the Giants in a loss. If he does that again, he's in route to score upwards of 20 points, and that's what I'm looking for. If I can get 20 or 20-plus 20 points out of my uh, B-team quarterback, I'm sitting happy. Love it. So Kyle Allen, he is actually owned in 4% of Yahoo and 2.7% of ESPN leagues. So this guy is barely used in uh, your redraft leagues, uh, so we'll see how he fares for us. So in this Dallas game, like I said, I think the, uh, the Washington football team will be playing from behind, have to throw the ball. So I'm going to stack Kyle Allen with J.D. McKissick because of the pass-catching ability. Uh, we, J.D. McKissick has been on this series two or three times thus far. Last week he was part of that, you know, I just I just talked about it, that impressive uh, score of 115 points. But, you know, I know he's a listener's running back, carries the ball. Last week he uh, tied a, a season high with eight touches, carrying the ball. Actually had 41 yards, did well. and uh, you know, But he really does well in the passing game. And I think that Kyle Allen will be throwing the ball a lot in this game and therefore expect checkdowns, uh, uh, screens, easy passes to the likes of, of uh, J.B. Kissick, where he's had a combined 16-22 uh, targets over the last three weeks. Last four weeks he's had 26 targets. Uh, he's doing well with what he's them. He's averaging um, about, let's see, he's averaging yards per reception, if I know how to operate uh, anything here. 7.3 yards per reception of the ball, doing well there. Um, I'd like to see more in terms of uh, you know scoring touchdowns, as he's yet to score a touchdown yet this season, surprisingly enough. So that uh, could break this week in this Dallas Cowboys game. But again, like I said, I, I like this. Uh, I like this uh, matchup for uh, for the Washington football team. I know that you know on paper Dallas is given the eleventh most fantasy points to opposing running backs. It's still almost top ten, but Jay Mixick operates more as a wide receiver, and Dallas Cowboys are awful against the pass catchers, which JD McKissick operates as normally. 
So, who are we going to put against or uh, pair with Jamie Kissick here? Uh, for, before we move on, Jamie Kissick is owning 30, 36% of Yahoo and 20 or 37.2% of ESPN League. So, he's almost, he's borderline available. Next week, he probably will be above that 40% owned market. I'm sure he'll uh, graduate out of the B team. He'll be happy about that. We'll be sad to see him leave as he's helped us uh, several weeks now. I'm going to go to Michael Hasty, San Francisco 49ers. We know uh, Tevin Coleman's still out. Raheem Mostert's now on the IR. And, uh, you know, Jeff Wilson may not be available for this week. That would just leave Jermichael Hasty, who came in and, you know, saw a few carries, uh, nine carries in the absence of Raheem Mostert, who left that game injured uh, last week against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. He did well with what he did, nine carries for 37 yards. You know, that's over four yards per carry. Uh, the rookie here out of uh, Baylor, the 49ers really like this guy. Hand-picked type of guy fits the scheme here, of course, for uh, Ryan uh, Kyle Shanahan. He will be if if Wilson does not go, it'll just be him and Jarek McKinnon, and uh, you know they don't like to fixate on one running back and get everyone mixed in there. So I'm just going on this on the upside that he does get ten plus touches in a 49ers offense that runs the ball extremely well. Matchup not exactly there. Uh, the Patriots have given him up the fourth least amount of fancy points to oppose your running backs. But again, the 49ers are not your typical running game. They get the ball to their uh, playmakers uh, in, in as many ways as possible. So if, uh, you know, I'm kind of going on a whim here, and that's what I have to do in this uh, B-team series if I am to uh, reach my goal, that I don't know if Wilson plays. He practiced uh, yesterday. It would be Wednesday in a limited fashion. Has a hamstring injury. May not be ready to go by Sunday afternoon. But if he does, uh you know, Hasty may not see some work, but I'm going to swing here and say that he does. He actually, you know, from last week, he went up 16% owned on Yahoo, which is pretty impressive. So, quarterback, running backs out of the way. The wide receivers are really what make us here on the B team. You know, running backs are so hard to find on the waiver wire, especially under 40%, as I just had to take a swing here on, on Jermichael Hasty. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty, pretty confident there that uh, J.D. McKissick will be some points. Not so confident in Hasty. So we have to go and find some points in the wide receiver position. My first guy here, uh, I keep forgetting to announce the percentage owned. So Hasty's owned 16% of Yahoo and 2.3% of ESPN leagues. So my first wide receiver here is a great one. LaVisca Chenault, Jacksonville Jaguars, just under our amount. He's owning just 40% of Yahoo and 38.3% of ESPN leagues, just making him eligible for the series. And Oh, man, am I happy about that. Uh, I know he has a questionable tag with a hamstring injury, but it's the same injury he's been battling for three, four weeks now, um, and he has not missed a game because of it. Last week, he really did, you know, saw seven targets, but only holding three of them for 10 yards. Prior to that, saw 14.1, 14.9 fantasy points against the like of the Bengals, like of Texans. Now get Los Angeles, who have given the 13th most fantasy points to opposing uh, wide receivers. Again, that's the Los Angeles Chargers. He's getting better each week. Uh, this Jaguars team, hit or miss, uh, say they lost last week in a, in a blowout fashion to the Lions. Not many people saw that coming. 34-16, they haven't won a game since that opening game, uh, improbable win against the Colts on week one. We'll see what happens here. But Chenault, just being able to own him and this B team on that 40% mark is a is a gift. He has seen at least four targets uh, every game this far the season. He's seen at least six in the last four games. In the last two, he's seen eight and seven. So 15 targets across the two last two games. That cannot be denied. So who are we going to roll out next to him? 
who is going to be the receiving, uh, you know, uh, duo here with LaVisca Chanel. It's none other than the main man, Cole Beasley. I can't, I can't forget, I can't leave this guy out. And rightfully so, the Buffalo Bills um, pass catcher owning 37% of Yahoo and 31.7% of ESPN League. So he's still there for me. I'm going back to the well. He has scored double-digit fantasy points all but week one where he scored 9.8. And since then, he's scored at least 11.3 in five straight weeks. Gets the Jets this week. Fantastic matchup. Jets have allowed the 15th most fancy points to opposing wide receivers. That's because they're getting blown out by so much. The teams are running the ball. So, you know, Cole Beasley here has seen at least four targets each game. And outside of that outlier against against Vegas, he has seen at least six or seven targets in every game. Two touchdowns on the season, 358 yards. There's not much out. This is the sure pick. This is... This is what I need in this B team. I need to get my guaranteed points, like a Cole Beasley. I need to swing for my fen- for the fences, like say a Jamichael Hasty. This is uh, how I construct this lineup, and Cole Beasley has been a staple for two straight seasons. So if you guys want to, if you're listening to this, just uh, you know, when I tweet this out, just tag Cole Beasley. Maybe he'll listen to this because he sure is a legend of the series, the legend of the We Know Fantasy, and uh, you know he needs to know this. He needs to know that he's a crucial part of the B team. And, uh, you know, when we have our first Hall of, Fame, Hall of Fame ceremony, his name will be number one. And I hope he comes down to, uh, to you know, rural Pennsylvania where I reside, where he'll uh, receive his, his plaid jacket and, you know, rightfully step into the halls of, uh, you know, it, it, uh, just the, the halls of the fame of BT, which I will have to figure out where those halls exist. But uh, Cole Beasley, if you listen to this, uh, thank you. Thank you for your service, sir. And uh, best of luck for the season. Keep getting me some points. Let's go out to the tight end position, guys. I just realized I have a third Washington uh, football team player in this team. Tight end wasn't an easy pick this week. Like I said, I wanted to go Rodgers of the Eagles because, uh, you know, the likes of the injuries there. But I uh, ended up going Logan Wilson of uh, – that's not his name, Logan Thomas. I don't know why I'm trying to think of Logan Wilson. That's probably why I can't find him while I'm searching him here. Yes, Logan Thomas. Uh, He's been a gem some weeks. He, uh, you know, last week came, caught a touchdown. There's two touchdowns in the seasons now. Sees a lot of targets last three games. He's seen uh, four targets. Gets Dallas this week, 12th most fancy points to opposing um, opposing tight end. So I'm just stacking, uh, almost said their old team name, which I never say, the football team here, uh, hoping there's a, a lot of points go around, spreading the ball around. Logos Thomas gets some, uh, gets some guaranteed points. Because that first week at 13.7 against the Eagles, we thought he was something, disappeared for a while, and came back last week at 13.2 point uh, performance. And, oh, my goodness, I exited out of my Google Docs here, guys. What am I doing with my with my life? Let's see if I can't get this back up and uh, fill this awkward space. But, yeah, he's owned minimally um, 21% of Yahoo and 8.5% of ESPN leagues. So uh, just hope he gets some targets, get some PPR points, and maybe find the end zone to help us out. This week, because, uh, you know, we've had some great tight end performances thus far this season. Like I said, Trey Burton last week with 21 points. We played, uh, we played, uh, what's his name there out of, uh, Tanya there out of Green Bay, who had like a 30 point performance the week that we, the other week that we scored 100 points. So it seems that the, uh, success of the tight end position really propels this team and helps us achieve our goals. So come on, Logan Thomas. And, uh, again, if my chance you listen to this, uh, good. I don't know what to say about that because you're not Cole Beasley because Cole Beasley is an absolute legend all right guys two positions left flex position 
Uh, this is where I like to swing with the fences. This is where I like to try to find some points. Last week, James uh, Washington without Deontay Johnson that game. This week, I'm going to go with a hot offense and take Adam Humphreys. He has uh, quietly been good. He's had uh, you know a, a week of last week against Houston, 18.4. Gets Pittsburgh this week, who have given the ninth most fancy points to opposing wide receivers. We can expect this to be a shootout between the Steelers and the Titans. Are they both undefeated? I don't know if the Steelers have lost yet. I don't think – I think this is a battle of the undefeated. So this is going to be a good game. High scoring. Adam uh, Humphreys owning 14% of Yahoo, 6.3% of ESPN leagues. He's seen at least six targets every game that he's played, uh, seven and some. Like I said, two touchdowns. Gets the targets, gets the receptions. He's a sure-handed guy. Let's see, he's only dropped one, two, you know, a handful of passes on top of the uh, 26 targets. Let's see, he's dropped five. Or has not hauled in five of his 26 targets. That's rather good. 20 yards in seasons for two touchdowns. He's a, a good play here. Like I said, a shootout here. Should be spreading the ball around a ton. And Adam Humphreys will get his looks. Guaranteed. So one more thing to talk about, guys. The defense. And, uh, you know, I have the We Know Fantasy streamable defense of the week. that comes up Tuesday on our website, WeKnowFantasy.com. And this is where I usually pull this from. My top option, Eagles. You know, they're playing three-man football. I'm not eligible for this. Then the Browns was next, and they are now owned over in 40% of leagues, so can't use them. So I have to go with what's next, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know how I feel about this because the last time I picked them as a streamable defense against the Browns in Week 2, they uh, did rather poorly. But this Browns team is too uh, hit or miss. They had a good stretch there, but then looked god-awful again last week. You know, uh, Baker Mayfield was benched, and of course he'll start this game. Maybe a fire was lit underneath him after that Really poor performance against the Steelers in a, it was a battle for the top of the division there. Uh, but we'll see. The Bengals team is also getting better. They're young. Their defense has some pieces. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. We'll see what Brown's team really shows up. And that's going to be the uh, big factor in this game. But uh, all right, guys. Yeah, a little bit different here. The B team now coming on a podcast form. On the weeks that, you know, the contributors are busy and we can't get them on, I will bring you the B team via podcast just to mix things up. So if you are an article Reader of the B team, I apologize that, you know, it's a different format this week. But next week I'll be back, uh, hopefully, on an article form. And uh, don't forget, I will keep track of this, and this will count towards, uh, count towards you know, our totals that will be on there in the next po- uh, article. If you do read that, you understand what I'm talking about. But, again, guys, uh, we're daily on podcast. Make sure you're checking back, checking everything out here on the We Know Fancy Podcast Network because it's crucial. We have some a great team pumping up content daily. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't think everyone that, you know, contributes uh, enough. They're really, uh, you know, making this brand very strong. And everyone's a, a crucial part of that. Uh, WeNoFace.com, you know, daily articles, series on there. A lot of great stuff. Like this B team, we have streamable defenses. We have streamable quarterbacks. We have weekly rankings. You name it, we have it on there probably. So uh, make sure you check out the website as well. One more time, guys. You can follow myself, Nate, but we know fantasy on all social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. And uh, next week, we'll have the contributors back. But uh, thanks for bearing with me one more time this week. See ya.